You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi, and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest release of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm John Heffernan from our Treasury Unit, and joining me today on this podcast is our Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. The Purchasing Managers Index are recognised measures of the economic activity in these particular sectors. They are reliable and timely indicators of activity that are based on fieldwork carried out over the previous month, Ali. Yep. Looking at the first reading we see in the Irish Manufacturing PMIs, the reading indicates the Irish Manufacturing output and new orders of the kind in September with a reading of 50. This has fallen back from 52.3 in August and seems to be in line with what's going around on in Europe. Can you illuminate these numbers for us and our listeners, please? Yeah, well, as you say, the Irish PMI index of the manufacturing sector fell to a four-month low of 50 in September. So that indicates that the recovery in activity we saw over the summer, I mean, it did hit a high of 57.3 in July. So it was a very strong rebound after the lockdown in quarter two. But that rebound in activity has largely stalled. And the main factor that we're picking, and it's clear from the respondents in the survey in terms of the answers they gave, is weakening demand both here and abroad, as a result of a second wave to the coronavirus and the associated increased restrictions on activity. Now, the other thing that featured and has come back onto the agenda was Brexit and the stalled EU-UK trade talks. You know, another reason being cited for growing uncertainty. And a third factor at work, which maybe has not getting as much attention as it should deserves, is a shortage of supplies and transportation difficulties negatively impacting the sector as well. So firms finding it hard to source supplies, delays in getting supplies, particularly maybe from the Far East, and difficulties in the range in transportation. That's resulting in lower stock levels, etc., lower levels of inputs and disrupting activity generally. So overall, I think what we've seen, as you say, it's it's in line with elsewhere. I mean, what we saw was obviously a very sharp decline in activity in the first half of the year, particularly in the second quarter. And then here as elsewhere, a strong rebound over the summer. But signs of that rebound in activity now is losing momentum, really down to the re-emergence of the virus, increased restrictions, ongoing uncertainty, concern over the EU trade talks, Brexit, etc. So challenging backdrop for businesses, no doubt about that. And moving across the economy to the services sector, the AIB-sponsored Irish Services PMI posted a number of 45.8 in September, down again from August when we were above 50, 52.4. Can you give us your thoughts on what's going on in this sector? Well, again, it's the same factors at work, you know, the re-emergence of the increasing new number of cases of COVID-19, both here and abroad, reposition of restrictions on activity. But both in the second quarter and more recently, the impact of the restrictions is being most keenly felt in services sectors that rely on discretionary consumer spending. And when you look at the subcomponents of the services sector there, they're all weak, but particularly weak, not surprisingly, is the hospitality sector, what's picked up under transport, tourism and leisure. And they're the sectors that are most impacted by the lockdown back in the second quarter. So activity there fell to very low levels in September. Again, what we're seeing is weakening demand manifesting itself in declining sales, both at home and abroad. A marked fall off in new orders, new business coming in. And again, that being linked to the reposition of restrictions. And again, falling orders mean backlogs decline and with weakening demand, spare capacity increases. And I say, as in the manufacturing sector, 
margins are being squeezed because firms can't really put up a prices, but they're paying more for input costs and that's finding it more difficult to source. So almost a perfect storm. Now the index remains well, well above the levels we saw in quarter two. I would point out the reading fell to 45.8. We saw similar readings in the Eurozone. It was above 50. It fell back to 47.6 in the services sector. So really it's the same factors at work here as we've seen at work across Europe in terms of the re-emergence of the virus new restrictions impacting activity particularly on parts of the services sector that are associated let's say with the leisure entertainment hospitality sector also transport tourism etc and the impact being more felt in services than in manufacturing again that's what we're seeing in the global economy housing is holding up manufacturing is doing okay but the services sectors particularly those relying on discretionary consumer spending are bearing the brunt of the restrictions imposed to contain the outbreak of the COVID-19. So in summary, declining the PMIs is kind of in line with what we expected to see given the rising cases, given the challenges to the supply lines the companies are seeing. And obviously from an Irish perspective and the manufacturing in particular, given the challenges that Brexit will present. Yes. What do you think this means for the Irish economy over the last quarter and into the new year? Well, I think what we're going to see is strong GDP figures, output figures for the third quarter, but it may well flatline in the fourth quarter. I, I think it, it highlights the need for ongoing supports from monetary policy. Obviously, rates have been kept very low. The central bank said we are not going to increase rates for a long time. We provide more quantitative easing and equation to the system if required. And ongoing fiscal supports, I'm not just talking about Ireland, but everywhere. We saw the UK government introduce further fiscal measures to support its economy in September. The upcoming budget on the 13th of October, there may well be additional measures announced there. There's talk of further fiscal measures and supports being provided in the US because it's recognised that I think over quarter four and over the first quarter of next year that certain industries in particular are going to require a lot of support to get through that period. And longer term, you know, good progress has been made in terms of developing a vaccine. It's still got to go through sufficient further trials and testing, but the expectation is that a vaccine will be rolled out over the course of next year. But in terms of getting to the wider population, you'll probably look at the second half of next year. So I think the view of economists is if we can support industries, particularly the services sectors, over the next six months, we might then be on the cusp of what we call a sustained recovery in economic activity that wouldn't be interrupted by the re-emergence of new cases in large numbers, re-imposition of restrictions on activity. So the next six months is key. I mean, we've come through six months at this stage. We may have another six months ahead of us in terms of facing these rolling restrictions, up and down numbers in regard to new cases, impacting activity. But as we work our way through the course of 2021 and the virus, or sorry, the vaccine comes on stream, we should see the virus begin to retreat. Now, it won't fully disappear, but it'll be a much more supportive business backdrop in terms of the environment that business will be able to operate in than what we're seeing at the present time and probably we're going to face certainly in this coming quarter, if not into the early part of 2021. Ali, as always, I'd like to thank you for your time and fascinating thoughts. And I'd like to thank all our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to all our latest podcasts by pressing the subscribe button to AB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. And for those customers impacted by the pandemic, you can find details of AIB support packages at aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Thank you for listening. Take care.
Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.